MV family, welcome, welcome. This is a preview for our new podcast, Microphone Check DMV, a podcast for and by Nationals fans. So if you're a fan of the Nationals, all things DMV sports, this is the podcast for you. Uh, what we're going to do today is give you a little preview of uh, kind of the vibe and, and how we're going to do things with this podcast. Um, and if you like the preview, uh, like and subscribe uh, to the podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where podcasts are distributed. Uh, specifically on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating. Uh, leave us a review. Uh, that helps us to grow this DMV family. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy this preview of the new podcast, Microphone Check DMV. All right, peace out, family. All right. Well, let's tell the listeners a little bit about today's podcast. Um, today's the pilot episode, and we're just going to give a little spring training uh, wrap up. We're going to talk about the probable probable starters for opening day. A little bit about Nats fa- Nats Park. Uh, we're going to have a segment each week called This Week in Sports, where we'll talk about the you know sports that are going on, uh, not necessarily baseball, but going on at the moment. And then, as T mentioned, we will always have a who's not invited to the cookout. So about spring training now, how the Nats are looking <laughs> in spring training now. Oh, my. Um, uh, let's see. We don't quite have a 500 mm-hmm. record. Um, I think they're. I mean, I've been watching the games and listening to the games. And I'll tell you what, there are some promising aspects. And then there are some, oh, my, keeping my fingers Absolutely. crossed type things. I mean, start, yeah, starting with, you know, let's talk about, you know, the pitchers, mm-hmm. you know, Strasburg. What, what's yeah, going on with I think him? he's having almost the same issue. And we'll talk about this a little after this one. But he's having some, again, injury issues. He did come back, as my understanding as you were saying, um, L, uh, he did come back. He did pitch yesterday, but he was having some calf issues. Um, L, as you know, um, anytime you have a calf issue, those can lead to other issues that, you know, you really don't want to have. So, but uh, how did, I, I know you saw him pitch yesterday. How, how do you think he did yesterday? You know, initially um, he looked he looked pretty mm-hmm. good, but he struggled. You know, I'm not used to seeing Strasburg walk batters. That's something that has happened quite a bit in spring training. I think that anytime we see him walk batters, at least more than one batter during an inning, it's mm-hmm. the, it's it's cause for concern. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, I yes, hold my breath every time that, <laughs> he goes on the mound. That, that's kind of how Strasburg's career has been. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where Strasburg, when he's healthy, he's an all-star pitcher. But when he's struggling with those injuries, you can tell quickly if he's struggling with something like that. So, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where you always hold your breath coming into the season. Is Straws is Straws going to be a hundred percent? And he's already having those those injury issues. But the one year that you saw him a hundred percent healthy. We won a World Series. So that tells you how good Strauss <laughs> is when he's 100%. Well, that's quite interesting because 
you know, when I'm thinking back on all of these, like opening day, at least he doesn't have to worry about being the starting pitcher for opening day. It looks like they've already announced that mm -hmm. Scherzer will be the opening pitcher. And so I I saw in uh, a story about how this is Scherzer's like six out of seventh opening mm -hmm. um, day start. And I was like, wow, what, with Strasburg on the team, mm -hmm. that seems odd. I would have thought that, you know, just thinking back on it, I do remember, I remember, you know, when he first came up to the big league, Strasburg, that is, when he um, started that opening day game. But now that I think back on it, he hasn't started since Scherzer started for mm -hmm. opening day since Scherzer got here. So I think it takes the pressure off him, number one. And <laughs> for whatever lingering mm -hmm. issues there are, he has that extra day's rest as well. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. So it looks like like right now, who did, who did, like I guess it's Strasburg is going to be the mm -hmm. opening day pitcher. But do you think um, – I mean, Scherzer mm -hmm. will be the opening day pitcher, but do you think Strauss will be num – he's generally going to be the number two starter. But do you think he'll, I, he'll make it? Um, I would say, the, um, you know, uh, I would say Joe Ross, get ready, you know, because he may have to fill in, you know, and I, I, I really think yeah. that having a quality, you know, um, six starter, as Joe Ross usually can be, um, and again, Joe Ross has had some injury issues in the past as well, but I, I think, you know, this is why you pay money for Patrick Corbin because you, he can be right. that quality second starter when Strasburg goes down. Right. So I would definitely say, right. you know, right. You know, with our GM, you know, that there's a reason why he paid extra for Patrick Corbin and why we keep Joe Ross um, around is because Strasburg gets injured so often. So, well, Taylor, I tell you what, Ross has mm -hmm. looked so good in spring training. You know, I think they said something about he was a probable fifth starter to mm -hmm. the likely fifth starter. But if he's the likely fifth starter and Straws goes down, then yes. that would push him to number four. And who would be that? Who's going to step in at number five on those, you know, games where uh, Strasburg right. can't, uh, in fact, I pitch? think, you know, you might have Eric Freddie who comes in. Um, Bolt might come in. Yeah. Uh, we do have John Lester here mm -hmm. who's who's a veteran. He's 37. Um, he's been around the block for a while. Um, I do know they probably have him slotted right now as the fifth starter. But, again, he's going to be battling against somebody, you know, Joe Ross, who's 28, and has got up, still has that upside. So you may see a situation where, you know, uh, Joe Ross is initially that fifth starter. Strauss goes down, he gets bumped up to the fourth, and then Lester comes in as the fifth. Mm -hmm. So really I think, you know, it may what may happen is obviously the Nationals may give uh, preference to the 37-year-old John Lester, make him the fifth starter. Have Joe be the long hand out of the out of the bullpen until Straws gets hurt. So, yeah, well, mm -hmm. you know, Lester's a lefty, and I know that typically they like those lefties mm -hmm. to go like the third day. So it it'll just be uh, interesting to see how they shuffle, um, you know, the starters. But you know, I'm excited. I think you know, the Nationals understand that pitching is the strength of the team. 
So I'm confident that yep. management will do whatever Absolutely. they need to do to make sure that the five are going to be strong. I mean, you talk about Lester being 37 years old. I mean, let's talk about when we talk about age, mm-hmm. let's talk about Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Yo, he ain't he ain't trying to mm-hmm. he ain't trying to eat them mm-hmm. through retirement no time soon. Yo, he's been yeah. blasting the ball in yeah. spring training. Absolutely. Uh he has been, you know, obviously it's been kind of shocking to see, you know, Zimmerman, who has also had his own injury issues, especially with the shoulder. That's the main reason why now he's playing first base instead of third and open up a slot for Carter Keeman. Yeah. But that's another topic for another day. But uh, Zimmerman is hitting 455 during uh, spring training, you know. Yo, if Joe, if 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 Josh Bell wasn't mm-hmm. also crushing the ball, and well, the the fact is they went and paid for Josh Bell because he is he is mm-hmm. a big bat in that lineup. So there's no way that he's not going to play first base. But to have you know uh, Zimmerman come in every yep. you know couple days and give Josh Bell uh, a break, that that, that is going to be, be awesome. That is going to be awesome. You know, you know, it's it. You always, especially for contending teams, you always need a good bench. You never know when you're going to need that extra bat off the bench for an injury or somebody slumping or anything like that. The one thing I would ask you, Lala, is would it be crazy if we saw a game where Carter Keyboom is struggling at third and the old – the old vet puts on the cape and says, I'll go to third, like in old days. <laughs> no, I see it. I see it because Key yes. Boom is hitting yes. one something in spring training. In fact, he's he's struggling so bad that they started mm-hmm. putting different players over at third base to test out. I think um, Castro played um, two games. Uh, Josh Bell was just there the last game. Um, and so they're pretty much letting Keeboom know that you may struggle, but it won't be for long because we are going to um, yep, yep. we're going to put a bat there. And, and to see, I, I listen. If Zimmerman can still throw the ball over to first base, you know <laughs> his shoulder should be it's okay now. While. It's been listen. a long time since he's been at third, but I, I think no, go ahead. No. No, but, you know, my biggest concern is, like, you know, just think about that. If, you know, they've invested a lot of goodwill, if nothing else, to Carter Keeboom in that third base lot. I mean, I think that one of the reasons they didn't re-sign uh, Rendon is because they knew they had this hot batter down minor leagues that was just about ready to come up. And he's not – He right now he does not seem to be ready. Yeah, so what are we going question. to do? What are we going to do? Castro, yeah, Josh I, I Bell so. is going to be I a think, platoon you know, over there. Castro obviously is is an option at third. You know, not only with second, but I, I think you know what I saw today. Um, and you know, you never can take um, one spring training game or several tra- spring training games as a trend. But Josh Harrison has been looking good, and I, I and I know that you oh know my. usually he doesn't. He's obviously yeah. he's older. Um, he usually doesn't play third, but having Josh Harrison playing well right now means that 
you could feel more comfortable with moving Castro over. Right, exactly. You can put him at second. You can move Castro right. can... from second mm-hmm. to third and then put in Josh Harrison at second. So now you're putting the hot bats out there. Right. And Keyboom may have to run. Right. Oh, wow. Now, I, I, now I think yeah. um, a lot of expectations, obviously, for the young man are happening because, and I think this is the reason why, is – Look at the last two young talents that the Nationals were able to groom in their minor league system with Juan Soto and Anthony Rendon. And, mm-hmm. and Robles. And Robles. You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> they brought him right on up. And, yep, and but a lot and of times but you're right. Mm-hmm. When you when you get the hype and, and you get that that publicity when you're down at the minor leagues, wow. it's kind of almost mythology because you the games aren't on tv but you hear you know this guy's killing it down there you know so they people get these expectations about these guys before they even lay their eyes on them in a major league uniform going against major league pitchings you know i think yeah. what's happening here is that carter keyboom is seeing major league pitching now for over 60 games and now he's understanding oh this ain't the minor leagues yeah you know and and, and i i think Right. You know, if we can get Carter Keyboom to where he's serviceable, I think that's enough. You know, we're not going to get yeah. another Anthony Rendon. We're we're not going to get another Juan Soto. You know, you know, um, at least not. You know, but the reality, the reality is, the NL East. <laughs> yes. Is yes. it's going to be a tight division, and and we may not be able to wait around for. Key boom to sit on the bench or take him in and out. He might have to go to the minor leagues yep. and get that, you know, get ready. I think what complicates it a little bit more is I don't, I think they're going to have to start key boom at third. If, if Castro can't, can't, can't go to third because mm-hmm. Castro went out the mm-hmm. other day with a hamstring um, issue. Right. Exactly. How that, serious that is that? Kind of throw some things <laughs> again out of whack. And I, I do wonder Again, I, I do wonder with Harrison hitting being hitting hot in the spring training, how that may change the calculus here with Carter Keyboom. So well, I'm excited. I'm excited to, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, what happens there. You know, I always feel like competition, Absolutely. healthy competition Absolutely. is always a good thing. So yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the new players. I mean, you mentioned Josh Bell. I mean, man. yes, yes, oh, he yes, is sir. playing great. Thank he you. is actually hitting 385 this spring training. He actually has five home runs and 12 RBI. That's exactly what we signed you up for. That's why we paid you the big money to be here, Josh Bell. I like it. I uh, actually I love it because now we don't have to force Ryan Zimmerman to be Superman and not get injured. So I think that was a, a fantastic move by the GM right. this year. Um, you know, I, I think that was probably the best move that we made this year. What do you think about it? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I, I knew that, um, you know, him coming over from Pittsburgh, that he was a solid mm-hmm. player, that he was a big bat. Um, other than that, you know, us playing him a couple times a year, you know, I, when we signed him, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That Definitely that should help out. But then, you know, watching him play in spring mm-hmm. training, I'm like, oh, okay. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. 
And then um, Kyle Schwarber, yes. like, okay, now he's going to be in left mm-hmm. field, and I guess Soto will be in right field. Um, why do you think they did that strategically? Is that because um, Schwarber is just naturally a left fielder, I, I think, and Soto can I, I play think so, right field? And I think it, it kind of harkens you, back to um, also uh, a lot of times you want to put your slugger, you want to put your the guy that you know is your 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 main hitter. You want to put him in right because you know, in baseball you get a little bit less work when you're in right field. So, you know, I think they wanted to put Juan in right so that um, you know, he can save his energy a little bit more and really focus in and hone in on getting mm-hmm. us points on the board, getting us runs on the board um at the plate. So and again that argues back to the whole fight that happened with um, Bryce Harper and him fighting to be in center field and them saying, no, you need to be in right field because we want you to be healthy. We want you to concentrate on the plate rather than more on fielding. So I think that's why Juan is, is probably in right field this year. Okay. Well, I know by the time this episode airs, everyone will have their Sports Illustrated issue where our man um, will be on the Mm -hmm. cover, uh, Juan Soto, on the cover Mm -hmm. of uh, Sports Illustrated this this month. That's that's a big deal. I mean, he's been on it before, but, you know, the feature that they did, I thought I thought was really good. I mean, I think. Everyone in 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 all of baseball Absolutely. know that he's going to be I think, with. You know, I, I'll put this out there now. I, I think Juan Soto will be the first baseball player to make five hundred million dollars in a contract. I really do think that. Please, Lord, please, Lord, <laughs> let it be with the Washington Nationals. Because <laughs> oh, you boy. may be right, but it may oh, be with the Yankees, oh. or it may be with the Dodgers. Listen. Or it may be with the Cubs. Listen, so we gotta, come on you now. Know, we, you got to be specific. Please sell a mall or something. We need them. Sell some property. We need them. Listen, I'm sure you'll, Lala, I'm sure you'll, right. you'll hey, if there's 10 more, 10% more on your season tickets to get Ron Soto 500 million, I'm sure you'll pay for that. Hey. Right. <laughs> just send me an invoice. I got it. Everybody listen to this podcast. Right. We might be, you know, taking up collection plates like on Sunday. Right. But guess what? Our man is staying. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, and then what about the other new players we have? Mm-hmm. Um, we got a backup catcher, Alex Avila. I don't know too much about him. He's played quite a bit in spring training. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be good because Gomes is playing really well. But you always need that, you know, solid backup uh, catcher to give him, yeah. you know, give Gomes a break here and there. Yeah, yeah I think, since, um, you know, Suzuki's it, it may be, um, I know last year with Suzuki and, and, and Jan, uh, with Jan Gomes, it almost felt like every other day one of them was starting. So it was like Jan would get a day, Kurt would get a day. I think this year right, Jan's going to get probably two games a series and then that third game, Avila's going to get that, the third game. So, because uh, actually, Alex Avila is a year older than Jan Gomes. I didn't realize that. So, I think Jan is really? probably going to get the bulk of okay. the start. And then Alex Avila is going to probably get the, the third game, the rubber game, um, every series. So, 
Well, one thing I did notice the last couple of seasons that we've had Jan Gomes is that when he plays back to back, when he plays more, like the times mm-hmm. that Suzuki was injured, his back comes alive more. Like it's almost like yeah. he needs to play every day or more so than every other day in order to really uh, produce. So let's hope Absolutely. that that Absolutely. happens, you know, this year. Yeah. And then one other, one other, um, one other uh, addition that didn't go under mm-hmm. the radar is, you mm-hmm. know, we got a new closer, you know, Sean Doolittle is mm-hmm. gone. We have now Brad Hand. Now people were applauding. A lot of Nats fans were applauding, you know, that pickup in, in light of the fact that we couldn't have, you know, Doolittle back, do back. In my mind, Absolutely. Sean Doolittle will always be a Washington National, for, for sure. Um, I have both of his bobbleheads like in my mm-hmm. office, and Absolutely. like that's my man forever. But, but um, you know, you know, Daniel Hudson was forced into in 2020. Daniel Hudson was forced into that closure role because you know Sean Doolittle was struggling a little bit even back then. So, you know, Brad Hand now is going to be hopefully he's. He's going to be the closer that we've always right, needed, exactly. and Daniel Hudson and, uh, will be the setup. Just man. for a little background, for everybody who might not know who Brad Hand is, Brad Hand played for the Cleveland Indians from 2018 to 2020. He is a three-time All-Star. Um, he uh, actually um, last year he had a two-on-one record with a 2.05 ERA. He had 16 saves last year um, and appeared in 23 games. Um, over his career, he has a three sixty, a three point six five ERA. Uh, he has one hundred and five saves and three hundred ninety six um, appearances. So we are getting a quality closer here um, that has a proven record of of being an all star and being consistent. So that is a good pickup. Um, I think for Nats fans, though, with with how. Um, much we love Doolittle that he he did on the field, but did in the community, and uh, you know the things that he did off the field. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, you know heartfelt. You know the next time we see him in a, in a in a another team's uniform, but definitely it was good pickup for Brad Hand, and definitely uh, hoping that you know he'll be just as good as as Doolittle. All right. I hope you enjoyed that preview of the new podcast, uh, Microphone Check DMV. Um, If you like what you heard, again, please like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where podcasts are distributed. Um, We'll be doing episodes every week. So obviously doing that uh, subscription is going to help you out in keeping up with all the goings on with this uh, podcast. So uh, please like and subscribe. Um, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and uh, hope to see you soon. All right, DMV family, we out. Peace.